March 5th, 2020. I'm Avi Kaufman. And I'm Ron Scharf. And this is Accent Insights. So we talked about four properties last week. Uh, Ron, what happened to them? Uh, Yeah, uh, things went, I think, more or less the way we thought they would, which is good news. The market is clearly active. We talked about 50 Brown Street, number two. That was the large one bedroom where they had uh, carved out a den slash office slash guest room. Lovely space, great location. Um, really, really nice unit with a very small kitchen, but, you know, probably just right for people, you know, in a certain stage of life. And there it is under agreement. 125 Park Street, number six. I think, Avi, that was you, you went out on your limb and said that was your pick of the week. And sure enough, also under agreement. That was another lovely unit in great condition, another great location right in Coolidge Corner. And, and there it went. These were all in the 700 uh, plus range per square foot. And, and that seems to be the right price for the right unit. Uh, two properties we talked about that also did probably what we thought. Uh, 36 Davis, number two. This was the one, if you recall, looked great on paper, beautiful location, great amount of space. But you know, when you walk in, challenging. This was the one with the, the mountain climbing stairs, essentially. Right? Correct. Like where do you, you know, you have all this great space in the attic, but boy, someone's got to almost climb a ladder to get in there. Um, and, I, and I think when people walked in, there was probably some disappointment. And uh, I think, you know, as we said last week, we're going we're gonna to see this one for a little while. The last one was we were maybe a little bit more on the fence on 58 Welland. That was a single family near the high school, great location. This is the one that needed a little bit of love. And, you know, we talked about how the price was probably a little bit high or they were testing a higher price. We've talked in the past about 1718 being the price of a single family that's move inable but needs love. Um, these guys were at 1.9, so higher price with only 2,000 square feet. Price per square foot was quite high. Expandability, uh, we thought we could maybe get another 400 change square feet, but uh, but you're going to put in work and money and sweat and tears on that. And that one is still on the market. And and that one, I think, it compares very interestingly to one of the properties we saw this week, uh, which is 118 York Terrace. Avi, what do you think of that? Yeah, I think it's a really apt comparison. The, the Welland Road... You probably put at least a couple hundred thousand dollars into it, and, and you might come up to this price. One eighteen York Terrace is is the after picture. Everything's been done, and it's gorgeous. It's this single family on Corey Hill. It's listed for just under two point two million dollars. It's three thousand forty four square feet, so a little bigger than you might even be able to make the Welland Road one. This has a two car garage. Uh, five bedrooms, four and a half bathrooms, and just the layout of how they finish this is very thoughtful. Even the outdoor space, they have a finished patio with a fire pit. There's a hot tub, the two-car garage. They put an expansion onto the house to get to uh, the square feet. It's finished attic, finished basement that you could uh, easily see being used as no pair suite or a guest suite or the way they have it set up now as a family game room. That's right. And you talked about this is this is the home of a builder. Um, so this is not a spec house. It's it's lovely and in, it's in great condition. And it was not built, you know, for the market generally. This was built for someone who is in this business and it was renovated at least by someone who's in this business for himself and his family. And as you say, it's very thoughtfully done. Uh, it doesn't look like all the spec houses in Brookline, which all kind of look the same, you know, for a reason when you build for 
the buyer you haven't met yet, you try and build for as many buyers as possible. This is a, it's the colors are a little different. It's very warm and New Englandy. It is it is lovely. The floors are beautiful. You know, as you said, the layout is very thoughtful. And you know, as compared to Welland Road, you're moving right in here. Um, it also, uh, as you said, two car garage. Welland Road had a challenged garage situation. So um, these are an interesting comparison because you know, unless you're looking, unless you're stretching your budget to get into that single family home. You know, and you're going to take Welland as it is and, and do it over time. If you are the type who's thinking, you know, maybe Welland Road, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll make the renovations. This is a very serious consideration, this house on York Terrace. Another lovely neighborhood. You know, if you've got a high schooler, maybe Welland is better. If you're, you know, if you've got a younger, younger children, you know, you're very close to the Driscoll School, close to Washington Square. Oh, and the uh, the Corey Hill Park. Actually, uh, there's a, a shortcut, almost just kitty corner across from the house on York Terrace. There's sort of a back, not quite hidden, but almost hidden staircase up into the backside of Corey Hill Park, uh, which is a great park on the top of the hill. And you can go up and see the, the Boston skyline. And uh, there's a little rock climbing thing for young kids. It's nice. Yeah, it is. It is. So I think, you know, I, we we are... Well, I don't, I'm not going to speak for Avi. I, I'm still not sure. You know, this is we're early in the market. Uh, we have to see how many people are out there looking in in various price points. I think we we were pretty uh, sure about what was going to happen with the properties we looked at last week. The smaller ones in the in the sweet spot of the market, two point one or two for a single family is still a pretty sweet spot uh, for for people looking. So. Uh, I think we think this one will probably move relatively quickly. Will it go in a week? Not sure, but definitely something to watch. Whereas Welland Road, I think, is going to you know, continue to sit around a little bit, maybe see uh, price adjustment along the way. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think um, anyone that looks at 58 Welland will probably also look at 118 York uh, Terrace. And uh, I, I agree. I think that it will be attractive. Yep. Um, so another house that, that uh, we saw also last year, uh, it's very different. Fifty six, fifty eight Perry Street. We visited this one yesterday as well. We did, uh, and and we saw it last year. We even saw it, if I'm not mistaken, in 2018. This is this is a four unit building, and we talked about it. I think more than once because it illustrated what some people do to keep their properties looking fresh on MLS. Now we've we've said many many times on this podcast how if you don't sell in the fall, it pays to come off the market, wait your two months, come back on in the beginning of the stream market when things are stronger and and look like a fresh listing. And that's exactly what has happened here. Um, but these guys have, have done more of those MLS machinations to the extreme because this is a, is a building where the agent who had it previously, it's not the same agent who has it now, um, but they kept rotating units. All of the units were available for sale, but they would put one on, uh, let it, you know, season on the market, shall we say. And, and, you know, as it got older and older, they would take it off and then put a different one on. Now, if you showed up at the door, they'd show you all of them. So at the end of the day, this, this all started back in 2018 before it was complete, which I think is maybe a mistake because people have a hard time seeing a property when it's not complete. It's now complete. It was completed last year. Um, this is the last unit. Uh, it's unit two. Uh, this is a first floor and basement. It is three bedroom, three and a half bath, 2,200 square feet. Um, it's on the market for 168. 
Now, last year, unit one sold for one six. So, you know, they're they're fishing around in the same neighborhood. Avi, what do you think about this unit? Yeah. So just to recap, this is three bedrooms, three full baths, one half baths, and it has an suite master, uh, 2,220 square feet. And like Ron said, it's listed for $1.68 million. And the other one, the mirror image on the other side uh, was 1.6, sold for 1.6. Uh, it's large, you know, 2,220 square feet, but only three bedrooms. You know, a lot of that space is lost in that open space. Of the space that's there, it's very nice. But I think a lot of, of buyers are always asking me, like, oh, we want three bedrooms plus a little extra office space or a little room that could be a flex room for a guest or something like that. And I wonder if that will be a little bit of a sticking point on this one. I'm sure it will be lovely for someone. Um, I think the limiting factor here is going to be that it's only the three bedrooms. I think that's exactly right. I mean, you've got – it's interesting because there's another property we'll talk about next, which is, is sort of the opposite in terms of a closed floor plan with lots of nooks and crannies. This is wide open. You know, you walk in and it's got that big open floor plan, living room, dining, kitchen, uh, master bedroom on the main floor. And then downstairs, you know, great in a way, two separate bedrooms with a beautiful big family room in the middle. But if you're using both of those bedrooms uh, full time and then you have guests, it's kind of like they're going to be in the, on the pullout couch in that open space or, you know, in sleeping bags on the floor. Um, they're not going to have a private space, which maybe, you know, sometimes guests, uh, stay a little longer than you'd like them to. And I think that might be a deterrent. <laughs> um, I think that, um, I mean, it's beautiful for sure. I think it's just, you know, people can get tired of, of being right there in the middle. So, so the next one is 1514 Beacon Street, which is the Stonehome building that really, uh, uh, cool looking mansard building on Beacon Street. This is a very neat building. Uh, it says it was built at the turn of the century. So just that's the turn of the last century. But this is two units that were combined into one. And it's a very different architectural style, very different floor plan. Uh, they have a, also three bedrooms, uh, three full baths, larger at 2,724 square feet and listed for $2.175 million. Right. This is, I mean, this is really like classic rich. It's sort of dripping with detail um, building the stone home. It, 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 it is very imposing as you walk by it. It kind of looms over you with the open arms. Um, it's beautiful. And, uh, you know, it's nice in the lobby. And the, the detail here is it's rich. It's very rich. And this is an unusual large apartment. I think as obviously said, this is, this was two, um, units, uh, connected to one. It has the feel of like a, you know, New York city floor through, uh, condo long hallway down the middle that kind of takes you to the different spaces. And, you know, you you wander around in this one and, and some people are going to really like that. It does give you a sense of privacy in, in the various bedrooms. You could get a little bit lost in a way. Uh, it's, it is the opposite of what you're seeing in new construction in terms of the kitchen and the dining room are separate from each other. That They're quite separate. You have to walk through a butler's pantry to yeah. get to the kitchen. Um, you know, some people really like the idea that no one's going to see their mess in the kitchen. So, um, you know, the, again, it's a different architectural style, different way of living. But because those two units that were combined, there's also, you know, that there's this very wide hallway uh, that divides the unit that feels like maybe originally it was an exterior hallway um, because it's long and wide. And so some of the square footage is uh, used in, in that space. 
um, which could also be good if you want to practice your roller skating inside, I suppose. Or your curling or, uh, <laughs> or set up a little bowling alley. You could put a shuffleboard uh, playing there. Exactly. So lots of, lots of uh, use uh, <laughs> that you could come up with. Uh, again, very interesting unit. Be interesting to see sort of who's around for that, that type of space. I, mean, I, don't, I don't remember offhand. Do you remember what the, the condo fees are? Yeah, they're actually fairly high for this building uh, in general. So this is two units combined, so it will be even a little higher. It's 1626 a month. So your heat and hot water are included in that condo fee. Right. Uh, so there's that. And it does have a parking spot um, as well. There's an elevator in the building. You have to do stairs to get inside uh, one way or the other. Um, there's no way to get in without at least a few stairs. Right, right. But once you're in the building, you have the elevator. So not accessible, but it's it's convenient, I guess, once you're in. And it's really is a lovely, lovely unit. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's been updated. It's got two zones of central air, uh, which is very nice and, and something I think that not every unit uh, in this building has. So, you know. And the kitchen and the bathrooms felt updated as well. They felt, uh, they felt like they were modern. Right, right. So here you go. I mean, you know, same rough price point as that house on, on York Terrace, right? Almost 2-2. Similar square footage. This one's a little bit smaller, only one parking spot. Totally different style of living. If I had to guess, I would say York Terrace is going to go first. Uh, but there is, you know, there, there is a market for this. This is a very special product, right? You're right on Beacon Street. It's very super grand. It's different. I think that's all our time for this week. Uh, so stay tuned. Next week, we'll, we'll give you another update on how these properties fared and whatever new properties come up. Yeah. If you have any questions about anything we've talked about or anything we haven't talked about, we are always here for you. We're at info at accentbrookline.com.